Uh, oh, hey! Welcome to the Pen Pals Podcast! We're just testing and we're... Yeah. Recording. We're recording. There you go. That'll yeah. do it every time. That'll get you. That, yeah. Recording from the wrong microphone, so I apologize if those previous episodes are a little hard on the ears. Hard on the ears. Mm-hmm. And the gears. Those good old gears. I'm your pen pal, Egg. I'm Gigi. That's Gigi. I'm not your pal. Don't assume. <laughs> don't assume. <laughs> I don't know you that well. <laughs> Lose the familiarity. <laughs> Call me Mr. Gigi, actually, now that I think about it. I got these things from the You Can Share a Coke, and now you can peel the name off and share it amongst people. Oh, my God. So I got two names on my name tank for work. I got Jesse, not my actual name. No, right. And Claudia, which you, is my actual name. Right. It's not either. No, that was also a joke. Yeah. They don't have my name, my actual name. No? No. That's surprising to me. My four-letter name. They don't, which is fine, but I feel like, you know, my actual name, four letters, is fairly fairly common. I think so, yeah. Can't get it on a Coke bottle. And it's very gender neutral? Right. And you can't get it on a Coke bottle. However, don't worry if your name's Fabiola. (laughs) Because you can get that on the Coke bottle, or Marquez. Right, Fabiola is perfect. Because, uh, you know, I know all these Fabiolas, and if your name is Fabiola, go get yourself a Coke bottle, <laughs> because they have them. Right, if your name's Fabiola, this isn't a, a dig against you. How many Claudias have you met? I've never met one. Well, Claudia can get herself a Coke bottle. <laughs> I mean, you. to be fair, it's not banning you from getting a Coke. No one's But it's, ex- it's making me feel... Un- unappreciated. Unappreciated. I get it. I'm sure you could get a hundred different variations of your actual name on a Coke bottle. Yeah, that's true. No, I get none. I do have a name that has, like, three different solid nicknames. (laughs) You just just made the names. Come on, come on. I'm not moving. I'm not in your lane. Once again, we are in a car. She's giving me the eye. She's giving me the stink eye. Oh, my God. What a woman. I'm toning down on the swear. This is going to be a cuss-free episode. For me. <laughs> we'll see. And none of the well, none of the. I only did one writing game. Uh, well, you better. It's not you better thread that glove box too. Oh yeah, because there's. Uh, why don't you tell them about that story? Well, I was cleaning out my car. Does yeah, my car look nice? It looks so nice, Smells guys. So nice. Guys, tell them how good his car looks. We'll wait. Anyway, Thank you. I was cleaning out my car. What nice compliments they gave And I cleaned you. out my glove box, and there was all these Pokemon cards in there, which we should play again. Yes, fuck yes. But you don't... The, there goes the oh, no sh- swearing rule. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, well, that lasted about four minutes. Anyway, I was cleaning it out. I cleaned out all the Pokemon cards and all these other papers and napkins. And I found in there a can of bear mace. Hmm. Because I used to work at a gas station, and they can get sketchy at right. night. Those so bears get real Those aggressive. bears, or those drunks. Right. Anyway, so I said, whatever. So I found my bear mace, unused. Well, I'm keeping it in there now. Yeah. Of course you are. Mine as well. Right. And I don't think he would ever, like, attack someone unnecessarily from it. You did ask for it once, and I said, no, I don't think so. What? You asked for the maze. Well, I did. I was like, I'm not... Because at Walmart, that guy cut me off, you know? Right. No. I didn't need that. I didn't deserve that. You're right. And it was you hadn't eaten yet that day? It was a long day. I get it. I know. Well, and then we went to Olive Garden, and I had about two bites. 
You did. Well, no, you drank soup. You had <laughs> soup and some breadsticks. I had half a breadstick. Half a they breadstick? Weren't hot. They weren't hot. You're correct. They weren't I don't mean to dunk on the OG because I love I love the OG, but yeah. please give us some warm breadsticks next time, my friends. <laughs> Um, All right, so uh, we usually like to start the show off by going over a piece of writing. Uh, so far, we've done books, but I wanted to, I wanted to yeah, venture out, venture out into the unknown, unknown, the abyss, <laughs> the abyss. I wanted to talk about uh, the new Han Solo movie and right. uh, Rogue One and how the two compare to each other. All right, we both we both saw it. No spoilers here. We did see it together, in fact, and another person. Yeah. Good guy that we know. Yeah. Oh, I think he was annoyed. I think he was just sick of our crap. I don't think he was sick of our crap. I think he he was getting off of uh, of being awake for twenty three hours. Yeah, then don't go see Han Solo. <laughs> don't put that on me. Cause Han Solo will keep you up all night, baby. Anyway, it was fine. It was a good time. Mm-hmm. How do you think it compares to Rogue One? What were some similarities and what were some? Differences? I've only seen Rogue One. Once and that's something that came in the theaters. Yeah, but I'm, I'm on this thing ever since I saw Solo. So that night I went home and watched Phantom Menace. Right. Yeah. And then the next day I watched Attack of the Clones, and then yesterday I watched Revenge, Revenge of, of the, the Sith. Sith. So tonight I'm gonna watch Rogue One. It's on Netflix. So we'll see. But I mm. I think I liked Han Solo, or this, or Solo better. Yeah, I think it edges it out. I liked. I liked a lot of moments in Rogue One, and I thought that the ending of Rogue One was super, one of my favorite uh, Star Wars moments ever. But you knew it was coming. Yeah, kinda. I mean, I think in the moment it still, like, surprised. It's, in the moment it still surprised me. Hmm. But I think that Solo overall was better, but Rogue One just had better moments. In it, in its writing. I thought Solo had good moments. The ending of Solo was also very good. Not ending scene, but second last one. They showed a lot of, um... Like, you got to see a lot of references that they... They showed a lot of references from other movies. Mm -hmm. So you got to see the Kessel Run. Yeah. That was under 12 parsecs. So that was cool. That was cool. How do you think that they kept the character of Han Solo consistent. I would say. Yeah. It was just a young Han Solo. Yeah. It was building up to... I think in the movies he's more hardened also because he's older. Right. And now in the timeline this happens... This happens in in between the Clone Wars and Rogue One. Or it could... No. See, I'm not sure Just exactly. Before, I feel like it's during the Clone Wars. For it can't sure. be during the Clone Wars because it is, he's not that much older than Luke and Leia. No, it's during the Clone Wars. It can't be the em- do, the do Empire. You, do is me a favor. Do me a favor. All right. Listen to me. I'll listen. It's during the Clone Wars. I don't know why you think it's not. Because the Empire is already in power, and the Emperor didn't come into power until after the Clone Wars. The Empire is not in power yet. Mm-hmm. Don't think so. He signed up to be in the Empire. Oh, well, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, you're right. But it's not... And was, He's a lot older than Luke and Leia in the movies. Well, okay, hold on. Harrison Ford was a lot older the than... The character of Han Solo 
They were 19. Okay. The twins. All right. The twins asked. Yeah, no, I'm They were it. 19. Han Solo was 35. Was he? Yeah. Where do we... Where it's do in we... the books. Mm. I'm telling you, he's older than them. By a lot. I know he's older. I think that's a little extreme. He's like 16 years older than them. Mm. I'm, tell- I'm telling you. Okay, okay. I am telling you. All right. You listen up. Yeah, it, it did happen after Revenge of the Sith because Chewie was imprisoned. So, yeah. Okay. You liked the movie because you said it was written like a Western movie. Yeah, I thought it was a cool um, shift in tone from the rest of the Star Wars movies. There's a lot of Western kind of moments, lots of gunslinging. They end the movie on a desert planet. Which I thought was a real nod to like, hey, that's there's a lot of sand in westerns, lots of sandy vegetation, you know. I think it was more of a nod to Tatooine. Oh, could be too. But anyway. And um, yeah, a cool mix of western and then film noir. I thought, especially with uh, Kira. Oh, he took a film class. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this kid and his. <laughs> Film class. Well, I took that same film class. You did, yeah. And ask us which one got the better grade in that class, and I'll you tell did. you, it was me. You did. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Jesus Christ. I never took a swing at you. <laughs> I was just trying to... You can't swing at me. I'm not. I, I did a great. Did. I did great in that class. You did. You just came at me just now. I, I felt like I needed to. <laughs> Why? Oh, you got a little something... Is it my hemorrhoids poking? No, out it's again? not hemorrhoids. We're not talking about my, that. We're not discussing. We're not discussing that. All right. So, it was your penis that was hanging out. It wasn't. Jeez. It wasn't. So I'll tell you something. All right, tell it. I'll say it. You do it. <laughs> I figured. I liked. I felt like it was like an Ocean's Eleven movie. You haven't seen those movies. Oh. But it was like a heist film, especially yeah. at the end, the whole switcheroo and the wow. Wow! Wow! Yeah. I'm with you. I feel like the writing in this one was a little hokey and cheesy at parts. Yeah. Where it was less of that in Rogue One. And I get Han Solo's kind of hokey and whatever. But I thought the cast was phenomenal. Yeah. You had Childish Gambino. He did a really good job, I thought. He he looks a lot like Billy Dee Williams did. Like a younger Billy Dee Williams. What? (laughs) What? What, just because they're both... Black? Nah. No. no. You're right. If you look at a picture of them both as Lando Calrissian, and they look like they're... He also did a good job of nailing Lando, like, mannerisms, I thought. You just had to bring race into this. I was just trying to make a joke. And you swung at me earlier, and now I feel like I got fired back. This, is, so, I this thought, episode is getting really aggressive. I thought he did well. Yep. Woody Harrelson's in it. Mm-hmm. Eh, he's hit and miss with me. And in this movie, he was... Really? Yeah, I just... He was something else. I'll say he was okay. He was okay. It wasn't his best. No, I agree with you. It was not. He his plays best. a lot of different parts, and but a lot of similar parts. Yeah. So like this is like a mix of Woody Harrelson as Hamish from The Hunger Games, and like Woody Harrelson. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I just couldn't. I didn't. It's okay. I don't have his name, but the lead actor, he's a new. Um, 
He's he did seem kind of familiar though. Yeah, but I let me look him up. He was all he was pretty good as Han Solo. I liked him. Some people said they didn't like him. I almost like him better than Harrison Ford. Whoa, whoa. To be honest, they're playing two like different versions you're, of Han Solo. You're right. You're correct. I had fun watching this this more like trickster trying to be a smooth talker. More compassionate. Mm-hmm. He, you know, Han Solo's gruff and doesn't like he has all these layers. Yeah. And walls. This one he doesn't have those yet. And we yeah, and we see why he why he builds them up. I think. Yeah. And then, um, Amelia Clark though. Oh God. Uh, Daenerys Targaryen. First of all, I didn't know until the day of that she was in this movie. Neither did I. But that's her. That, oh, God, is She's got her? black hair. Yeah, she, she's a brunette in real life. Yeah. I think she's dyed her hair now, actually, but... Well, when she's on Game of Thrones, she's... That's a wig. Yes. But anyway, I like her in Game of Thrones. Okay, hold on. Uh, the main character, the guy who plays Solo, his name is Eldon Enrich. He mm-hmm. was in Hail Caesar, uh, which is the a George Clooney movie, movie, isn't it? Actually. Yep, George Clooney's in there. Uh, Beautiful Creatures, which I haven't seen. Um, he was in... This, this is really his biggest. He's not really a big-name actor. He's only no. 28. Right. He's got time. Yeah. And he did a good job, I thought. He definitely deserves to, uh, you know... I thought he did well. Yes. But then there was... um, But uh, the Clark lady... Yeah. I liked her as Kira. Mm-hmm. I thought it was very well done. It's those two carry the film and give us the film's best parts. Yeah. And it's nice to see her as something other than Daenerys. Daenerys. Yeah. And this role And is... I like her. And you know Danny's my favorite character on that show. Yeah. And I've been like, she needs to get on the Iron Throne. That's my girl. You know me. Oh, I'm with you. Yeah, and then... It was nice to see her. She's been in other movies, but this was kind of cool. Yeah, I agree. But also, like, I feel like they were, like, making her, they were trying to sell her too much as, like, the, as, like, the, you know. Femme fatale? Like, no, like, we need, oh, we need looks. We need to have a pretty woman, and we need to make her desirable to men. So they had her in these outfits that was, like, all about cleavage. It's like, we've seen it all. You've seen Game of Thrones. There's little left to see of this woman. Well, her first costume was... Well, not her first. Um, the one costume the one was costume like... Was, a was piece there, of floss yeah. was covering the goods. Right. And she sold it. She looked very well. But, like, the one after that, I don't think was... It was super sexual. I don't know. At one point, you said, "Let's see her boobs." You did I did say not. That. Yes, you did. You're uh, like, "Show your boobs," and I was like, "You can watch any can't. episode of Game of Thrones." No, no, you, did you so- said there's so showing so much cleavage, and then you said, like, they, "You said show me her boobs." No, I said, "Wouldn't it be funny if she just ripped no, up?" You, you, no, yes, I did. Yes, said. I did, and you laughed. That is not what you, you said. Laughed. I laughed because you said, "Show her boobs." That's why I laughed. You didn't hear the first part of my sentence. Because <laughs> I don't think there was ever a first part of that sentence. I No, I... Anyway, this has nothing to do with the writing, so we're not going to talk about it. Right. They chose not to write her her bare breasts. Yeah, thank you for that. It's a Disney film. Yeah. Family film. They definitely did, I think, steer her in her costumes to more, like, 1920s... Yeah. Flapper-esque. 
Which is cool. Her hair, too. Was the high pony. Pepsi. Yes. Like the Ariana Grande. Oh, in that in that poster where she has like a I rainbow. really like the posters for this film. Me too. I really like them. I've been digging all of the Star Wars posters. Yeah. Love it. And I think the writing was well on this one. Yeah. From I what I remember, is better than Rogue One. Rogue One is just too serious, which I get. It's a serious... Yeah. Rogue One did hit more serious tones. I don't know. I gotta watch that again. So... But, like, the writing, Disney didn't alter the writing. Because, now Rogue One was that, you know, I guess they've all been Disney, right? All the new ones have been since Disney. Yep. I don't know. It's more family-oriented, but it's still... They had that robot, L3. Yeah. Who was, like, a feminist, equal rights robot. Yeah, which was a cool With strong implications that she and Lando have a sexual relationship. Well, I don't think they actually do. Well, Donald Glover went on there and said, yeah, they had sex. Mm. So is it canon? All right. She pretty much said. She's like, oh, I know Lando wants to. Yeah, and Emilio Clark was like, (laughs) Emilio. (laughs) And Emilio Clark was like, how would that work? What? And then she's all like, it works. So they clearly tried it. They, right. no, they tried it. Okay. Another thing the writers did in this movie, they make you like these characters. They introduce several characters. And then they kill them, like, a couple scenes later. <laughs> like, you, it's like, don't grow attached. Yeah. You're like, oh, these people are in it for the long run. No, no they're, they're not. not. They're not. They're really not. Like, the British, it's been yeah. a fun ride, babe. Like, yeah. I'm glad that you said, like, literally her last line. <laughs> um, because right, now people are going to be scouring the film for a British girl going, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, God. I did it again. Like, but I've been better. I'm going to cut off your toes. Don't, please. <laughs> They're getting sliced right off. Hey, Gigi. <laughs> what now? Do you want to play a game? <laughs> you, you always do this. This is where you get the most vulgar. You know that? No, this is not vulgar. It's cut. Okay, it's a game called Reality Check. And what I've done is I've taken quotes from either a reality show or work of fiction such as a book or a TV show or movie. I'm going to read you the quote and then I want you to guess if it's uh, like a reality fact or if it's a work of fiction. Okay. You with me? Kinda. You know reality TV. I major in reality TV. I oh. don't, but I do oh, like I, kn- I know. You've heard some of these lines before. All right, reality check. Let's play. All right, first first quote. So some of these are from famous works of fiction. Some are from reality shows. Yeah. All right. You just have to guess if it's a reality show or if it's fiction. Okay. Okay. Tape me up any way you have to. As long as I can breathe, I'm okay. I like being sticky and hot anyway. That's from a reality show, isn't it? Is that your... Yeah, that's my guess. Yeah, it is. That is, because I've heard that. That's not. Do you from, want, is that from Big Brother? It is. It's from Big Brother Season 12. I was watching it yesterday, and I said, I'll just put that in. <laughs> Who I, said it? Oh. What was that? I think Greg is his name? Greg. He's the gay guy in Re- Reagan. 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 Is his name Reagan? It's Reagan. Dude. Yeah. I don't, I don't, we shouldn't get into Big Brother too much, because we might have another series about that. Well, still. But, um... There is, there is a He's saboteur. talking about a show that was like eight years ago. Like the season was eight years ago. Right, but I'm just watching it now. Because so we're bear, going on the season 20. Bear with my ex- excitement. There was a girl... There was a saboteur, all right? 
mm-hmm. and they had to like guess who the saboteur was because if it, it was if Annie, it was, yeah, and it was Annie, and she went out first because <laughs> she went crazy. <laughs> she did she go like a little temper tantrum. She really did, yeah. but do I did like her? All right, enough with Big Brother. Um, next quote: uh, Begin at the beginning and go on till you reach the end, then stop. That's fiction. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yes, it's fiction. It's uh, the book Hold Me Closer, Necromancer by Leash McBride. Yeah, that's why it's on the front. I read that book last summer. Oh, it's so good. That series that she made two of. Who makes a duology anymore? Those are really, they're cheesy books. The writing is not fantastic, but they're good books. They're great books. The writing is not, it's fan fiction, essentially. It's a fan fiction. Who cares? But I'm just saying, this is a writing podcast, so I was giving my two cents. (laughs) I guess I'll shut up now. (laughs) Continue. What do you mean the writing's not good, but they're good books? The writing is just like generic writing. The jokes are corny. It's like not good, but it's good. Right. Yeah. And like, it's, you're not saying it's, so bad it's good. Right, and it's predictable. Like I call it the twist like that main twist in the second one, I call that. The minute they introduce something, I was like, Oh, that's what's gonna stop the thing. Right, yeah. And it did, it stopped the thing. Just Which like I knew. Hey And the Lish. villain's name is like Douglas, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I like that. Hey Lish. Lish? She's not gonna answer. Hey Lish. Can you please give us a third one? Please, Lish. <laughs> I think she had, like, a depression or something. Lish. Her anxiety from what I read. Lish, I'm sorry, Lish. <laughs> Can you please give us a third one? Maybe because her name is Lish. <laughs> I don't think that's her real name. Oh, okay. All right, ready? Yeah. They're a rotten crowd. You're worth the whole damn bunch of them put together. Say it again. They're a rotten crowd. You're worth the whole damn bunch of them put I'm gonna together. I'm going to say that's fiction. Is that fiction? Yes, it is. Do you know what book it's from? Uh... Give me a hint. Um, you've, it's a very popular high school book. I don't know. The Great Gatsby by oh, F. Scott Gatsby. Fitzgerald. I read that book. I like that book. It's, it's my mom's favorite book. She had me read it. Really good. Yeah, that is a good book. should read <laughs> that one again. It's a really easy read. It's really when I teach high good. school, I want to have the kids read that book. I yeah. think it's required. But... All right. For sure. All right. What is about to go down, if I were you, I would stay clear. That's that's reality TV. Yeah, do you know what that's from? Is that from Big Brother? Yeah, do you know what season? It's not 12. Mm-mm. I want to say 11, because that was a train wreck season. Oh, 11 is so good. But it's not 11? No. Oh, is it 10? No. What season was it? Six. Wait, who said it? Uh, Cappy said it. It's like... Oh, I hate Cappy. It's you like, like Cappy, and I was like, I hate Cappy. I liked him at first, and then he became a... Dick. Sorry. Yeah. I cussed again. Well, it's not as bad as the Effers and Jeffries. It's just the Effers and Jeffries. Yeah, that was good old season six. Oh. It was before he was really against, um, Kaser. Marijuana. What? Before he was against marijuana. Right. I am the last person that should be here. No, sorry. I'm going to start again. I am the last person that should be here. I don't know why I'm here. Is that reality? Is it? Is it? I'm going to say yes. Yeah, it's reality. It's from... <laughs> I found it on Netflix. It's a show called Hellevator. <laughs> what? It's called Hellevator, and I guess people go in this, like, haunted thing, and uh, if they get through it, they win money, and it's <laughs> ran by these two, like, 
is, they look like the cousins of the Adams family. Oh it's my god. Very. I didn't finish the episode because I was trying to pull this together. Um, <laughs> Elevator. Elevator. I really did watch it for the pun. All right. All right. right. Well, you like a good pun. I love him so much. (laughs) Watch his efforts. Uh, I I pulled it back. I pulled it back. I didn't need you, you idiot. I picked you. That's fiction, right? Yeah. It's uh, Paper Towns by John Green. You know my views on John Green. All right. I just... I don't like bashing... Other writers, and he's made more money than I'll ever make, I'm sure. Yeah. But I'll tell you something. John Green is a formula writer, and I'm so sick of that. You know what? I I read Paper Towns uh, first, and I liked it. I thought, wow, that's really cool. It's really deep. And then I read An Abundance of Catherine's formula writer. Yeah, Nicholas Sparks, formula writer. Formula writer. James Patterson, formula Formula writer. writer. If you're pumping out eight books a year, either you're a formula writer, or you ain't writing your own books either. Or you're a machine sent from the other You know, James Patterson, Danielle Steele, get out of here. And, like, good for you if you're reaching people. I'm not... Lee Childs. Sorry to offend anyone if I'm judging your authors. No, if you like like them and they mean something to you, good good for you. But I'm with you. For me, it... it If you have a formula and it works, I can see why you're going to use it, but... For me, it loses some genuinity, but we haven't published anything, so take that for granted. Um, I am a published playwright, actually. Oh, I apologize. Thank you. Sorry, I forgot. Um, all right, ready for the last one? Yeah. This one's a tough one. Shoot. It's very hard. I feel like it's not. Where am I sleeping tonight? My bed. You are sleeping in my bed. Is that That's from Big Brother, isn't it? Is that reality? It is reality. It's not from oh. Big Brother. We did watch this show <laughs> together one night. It sounds so familiar. What show was it? It was Floribama Shore. Oh, yeah. Floribama Shore. That was, I wanted to find one where she said that either her mouth or her visage tasted like stale pasta. Because <laughs> we, we, we were watching We that were watching it. Peaches. We had a group of people over, and we were all chatting. And then that is it. That's vile. He needs to hike up them shorts. All right. Anyway, I can't stop looking at it. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, there's a bodacious butt uh, to our right. Anyway, well, I feel bad because they're homeless. Well, fuck. Man. Anyway, what I was saying is, what was I saying? Yeah, we yeah. watch it, and then that's all we heard was, my vajish, <laughs> Yeah, she's hooking up with the dude. Yeah. yeah. That was the same episode. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't find the part where she talks mm-hmm. about the pasta. Uh, oh, we should do that. We should just watch trashy reality shows. I, I already do that. In a group setting. I already aced your little game there. You did. You knocked I it I know my part. reality. I thought some of those would... I thought the... The Big Brother season six one uh, would get you because it sounds so dramatic. Well, that show is dramatic than over the top. Yeah, you're right. Pass your little test, kiddo. You did. You nailed it. You, you know me. I like my reality television. It's pretty good. Whether you laugh at it or just like it. Well, I like. I watch Big Brother, and I just <sighs> I, I get so attached to some of those people. Mm-hmm. 
man. It's just nuts. It's, it's crazy. It's a crazy show in life, and man. Do you, uh, Gigi, do you have a little treat for us? I feel like you know that I do, and that's just your way of segueing into it. You're not fooling me, and you're not fooling the listeners either. I'm right. just letting you know right Sorry. now. Hold on. Do you want to try it again? Let's rewind. Man, I'd really like to learn about an Arth- uh, Arthur. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I don't have an author in the, the spotlight. It's uh-huh. a writer spotlight. Sorry. So I want my favorite writer. Which I bet you don't know who it is. That was Quentin Tarantino. That's who it is. Yes. Anyway. For those of you who don't know, I said I bet it. I think it's Quentin Tarantino. So he's my favorite writer. Mm-hmm. He um, has written, I think it's nine screenplays right now, and he said he's only gonna do ten, and then he's done. And so he's done, I believe, nine movies. Right. I've seen two of them. Well. Half technically, because Kill Bill was supposed to be. He's done nine if you count Death Proof, which is a segment of the um, ground your grindhouse thing that he did with Romero. Anyway, yeah, if you count um, Kill Bill, Kill one Bill and two. is one and two. Yeah, which they're is, separate. Which is as it was intended. So I've seen all his movies. I own all of his movies. I shouldn't say that. I I don't own Hateful Eight. Yeah. But I should get that. It's a good was it, it was good? Yeah. Good. If you like three hour western setting snow log cabins. Anyway. I thought it was good. So I like Quentin Tarantino. And he's um he was born March twenty seventh, nineteen sixty three. That's fifty five. Hmm. Um he's from Knoxville, Tennessee, which is your state. That's my boys. He loves and Tennessee. Girls. He's not from there, but he loves it. Oh, me. I thought you... Yeah. Yeah, I was going to be like, you just said he was born there. You love... You have a hard-on for Tennessee. Well, I have family in Tennessee. (coughs) I really do feel like that's my second state, and the towns I visit there are like my second cities. Um, Second city is a good improv group. Anyway. Oh, yeah. That's where Tina Fey's from. Wait. What? Tina Fey. Yeah. She started that. And Amy Poehler, I thought. Oh, yeah. Maybe. So, anyway. I like his writing style. Um, basically, you know, I like to write screenplays and scripts. That's my forte. I mean, I'll write books, whatever, <laughs> but I like to write screenplays and scripts. And as a writer of those, his work, I idolize. Right. It's very dialogue heavy, but it's not boring. A lot of things that are heavy on dialogue are very boring. Right. But this one's not. The way he writes, it's not. Like, a lot of it is essentially, like, you'll have 20 minute monologues. Inglorious Bastard starts with a twenty-minute like dialogue between people. It is it should, it's in a cabin in France, and it should be the most boring introduction ever. And some people think it is, but it's engaging. It sets you up for what's going on in the movie and introduces the villain. And I just really like it. Nice. And I just like the way he writes. It's clever and funny, and also good at being serious. Mm-hmm. I would say my favorite, like some of the best dialogue I've seen him. Of his is Kill Bill. I thought the dialogue in that was great. I'd agree. Um, it varies. Like Kill Bill, like the first part, part one, volume one, I should say, is centered like the Japanese martial arts movies, and it's very heavy based around that. And the second part is like Western right. movie, which you haven't seen the second part, have you? No, I no. haven't. I watched my other uh, movie of his that I saw was Django Unchained, and I also like that. 
I thought that was well done. Django's a good one. Yeah. All of his movies I like. What, he has a lot of versatility with his writing, I found. I mean, he's, he's famous for effing and jeffing all the time. Yeah. But I thought that J- the tone of Django Unchained and uh, Kill Bill Volume 1 are so super different. Yeah. And uh, that's just really cool and interesting to me. If I had to pick one movie of his not counting that death proof thing, I would say my least favorite is Jackie Brown. Haven't seen it. A lot of people haven't. It's a good movie, it's just not my favorite. Right. But anyway, yeah, so he's like from, like, he's, I don't know, he's only going to make ten movies and then he's going to stop. But, um, I don't know, I like the dialogue he writes and I think it's, if you can write dialogue heavy things and make them interesting, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And I like that. Um, a fun fact, he wrote some episodes of the Golden Girls. Did he really? Yeah. What? Did they make it to air? Yeah. Which ones? And he directed them. I don't know. All right. But they weren't like violent or anything. Right. That'd no. be a nice twist. <laughs> I really would love to see Betty White wielding a katana and chasing after uh, Blanche. <laughs> you did, Blanche. Anyway, here's a little quote from him that I relate to because you know how I like to observe people. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. I'm always watching. I'm pretty oh, good yeah, at reading are. people. Even though you think I'm not good at reading people. I said it once. Let's just... He thinks because I automatically hate everybody. See, one... Right, and then when you explained it, I said, go ahead. When you meet someone, you usually have a neutral opinion. I hate everyone. And then I decide if they're worth it. Most of them are not. (laughs) And I don't have a a large circle of friends. No. But I have a loyal circle of friends. So, like, I do want to... Yeah, you do. Like, we are here for you, my friend. And I've surrounded myself... And I do the same for my friends. The thing that the thing that is between you and me is I'm the opposite, where I meet someone and I want to like them and I want to find yeah. like happiness and joy inside of and them. And both have their pros and cons. Oh yeah, I've I've been messed messed over. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, quick side. What if dash if like somehow this gets popular, and we oh, like meet fans and like have signings and stuff are you is everyone who walks up to the table like oh my god i'm such a big fan you're like "Mm." well i'm not gonna be like get out of here and and (laughs) get out i'm like i'm gonna (laughs) i'm gonna seem like i don't like you right i'm gonna be very unapproachable you'll have to do most of the talking that's true yeah i'm not i'm 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 gonna be a teacher by the way yeah so this will be fun well, honestly, some of my favorite teachers have been... It's been hard to get them to, like, students. Yeah, because... I like teachers who are hard on their students. I know. So here's a quote from him. Go ahead. And it says, My head is a sponge. I listen to what everyone says. I watch little idiosyncratic behavior. People tell me a joke and I remember it. People tell me an interesting story in their life and I remember it. When I go and write my new characters, my pen is like an antenna. It gets that information. All of a sudden, these characters come out more or less fully formed. I don't write their dialogue. I get them talking to each other, which is true. But that's how I am. I remember everything. Yeah, you do. I have a memory. You know. You've seen it. You know my birthday, my parents' birthday. That's right. You know all of our friends' birthdays. That's right. You can recite it drunk beyond your your mind. That's right. I've only seen you mess up one birthday, and it was someone who you hardly (laughs) knew. And And I believe you were drunk. It was in school. All right. You're talking about Liz. Am I? Yeah. Well, 
How many? There's so many Liz's. But you're talking about Liz. I'm like, I don't care, Liz. Like, your birthday's not that. And it was off by one day. Get over yourself. I mean, she wasn't rude about it. Whatever. I feel like you're firing a lot of... Well, well this isn't about Liz. This isn't the Liz podcast. I'm not saying it's about... So we're not talking about Liz anymore. All right. <clears throat> See, there's a homeless people. I feel bad for them. Oh, good. Somebody came and picked them up. I but, All like, right. um, yeah. So I remember that. And it's not just birthdays. Like, <clears throat> you said something. If you say something example. to me off... I'll bring it up ten years later. I'll be like, remember? <laughs> I don't know. I'll remember. You're it. a little Sherlock, is what you are. Yeah. I say little. You are a good. F- how many inches? Well, five. Taller than you? Yeah. I'm more than five inches taller oh, than you, sorry. Skippy. <laughs> Let's start there. I'm probably almost a foot taller than you. I, I would say nine inches at the minimum. Nine inches, probably. That's fair. I'm like six five, yeah. and you're like five. Eight. We are we are pretty opposite of each other. Uh, I'll take in him a out. lot of ways. I'll take. <laughs> why are you coming at me again? I'll take anyway, you out. I, like I'm like Sherlock because I remember that I caught people in the the most minuscule of lies. You really have, and you've seen it happen. Yeah. Like you'll tell someone will tell me something, and then like they'll say something a couple days later that doesn't quite add up and contradicts only slightly something they said before. I'll be like, oh, but this is what you said, and then and it, it's. The and dots start connecting. And then their face just drops. And right. they're like, oh. Because they know. They've been, I didn't know there was a savant. They've been calling uh, your tangle of, of webs. Of truth, they had a web of lies, web. and I just come through with that vacuum cleaner. I destroy <laughs> that web of lies. I said, mm. listen here. You suck it out with the truth. Yep. But that's good. No, it is good. So I don't have a lot sure. of friends. Well, you shouldn't have friends that are going to lie Listen up, folks at home, and my, my good friend Gigi. You shouldn't have friends that are going to lie to you. What you need is friends who are going to tell you the truth, even if it's going to make you upset. And if you lie to me, that's it. If it's a big lie. Well, yeah. Like, you told the little lies, thought you were clever, and I'm just like, that's a lie. Yeah, well, I also joke. But you had a habit. Well, you lied because of your past friendships. Right. But I don't. I don't need that lies. I don't. I'll see through your little lies. Mm-hmm. Tell me lies. Tell Some me sweet, sweet little, little lies. lies. Don't. Don't. Because I'll. I'll catch you. Go tell Fleetwood Mac your sweet little lies. They're the ones asking for it. That's because that's a song, not because we have anything against Fleetwood. Oh, Mac. Oh, I love Fleetwood Mac. Oh, they're so Stevie good. Nicks, my home girl. Oh, you know man. it. I know it. Ah, oh, Fleetwood oh, Mac. Uh, Fleety. Yes. I'm reading more across. So I talked about that in another game. Right. Or another podcast. What are your first... You're not that far into it, right? I'm about 125 pages into it. What are your first... Uh... I enjoy it. Good. It's, it's Hunger Games meets... Ready Player One? Yeah, Ready Player One. Oh, okay. So it's living up to expectations. It's good. Good. It's that the I... people fighting in these games are virtual, so no one's actually dying as of yet. And... Oh. They're voluntarily doing it, so... But it's very, like... Yeah. I do have... I update my Goodreads. Oh, good. I don't always keep... You should use Goodreads. You're a reader and a writer. I am. Well, my problem is setting up the Goodreads. I had so many books I read that I didn't know, like... It, it was hard for me to figure out... I'm gonna turn the air on. Which one's sit. I'm getting hot. No, to be honest. I know this, this isn't gonna sound great on the recording, but... Yeah. Good, I was swaying a little bit. It's summer, and I'm in a long sleeve shirt drinking a hot chocolate. Yeah, why are you in a long sleeve shirt? Just, man, I don't know. I was feeling it this morning. Well, it was raining. It was raining. I was Oh, out. now it's starting to rain again. I was running in the rain. No bueno, my friend. No bueno. Um, 
Hold on, because I do have a book that I'm going to read next. Oh, and you're going to read soon? I found on Goodreads. I just have to get through uh, Bird Box, and I've been chipping away at it day by day. Have you? Mm-hmm. All right. It's called Life in Outer Space, uh, and it's by Melissa Keel. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's a fun last name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're probably confusing everyone. Sorry. Well, Let me see it. Yeah. He's laughing because that's my last name, but that's not going to help you because this is spelled completely different than my last name. My last name has a bunch of pointless letters in it, so guess what? Yeah. Good luck finding me. It has six, Good luck finding me! It has six E's, five K's. A dozen L's. It's so confusing. A silent Anyways, H. It's about a guy who is a part of like the nerd group at school, but then this super cool chick moves in, and like suddenly they go from being dorks to being really cool, and then... The nerd dude falls in love. That's your book. That's my. That's your kind of book. Yeah, that's my thing. There's a book called Fangirl that I've read twice. Really like. Someday we might do one on that because that book. I have to read it. Oh, you don't have to. But well, yeah. If we're to. gonna do a thing, you can do stuff that I haven't read. I like it when we do the same book. That's true. Just to give you guys an idea of how behind he is on his list. He has, uh, in his books list, he has, um, don't go looking at my phone. Sorry. He's got 26 books. And on my list, I have, um, 292. Ooh. That's books I want to read and books I've read. Oh, right. But he needs to do some catching up. I do. And I do, I, I just, yeah. It's hard for me to sit down, like, at home and just read a book. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because there's so many other options. Right. And but sometimes you gotta. You gotta, man. You gotta break at work, right? Bring a book. Read a I book. Should bring a That's book. what I do. I also work in a library. <laughs> but I don't think anyone's gonna look at you and be like, "Oh my god, that kid reading a book on his break." What a nerd! No, other people read books. Oh man. My next book that I'm gonna read after War Cross is gonna be Welcome to Nightvale. Oh, they have a book. It's a podcast that I really like, and it's a book. That's awesome. So. Do it, son. Do, do now. Do it good. Pop that book just like you should. Yeah, kids. Pop books, um, not kitties. So yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, and uh, with that, this has been another lovely episode. It's gone one by fast. I've pen- it really did, and I I feel like there's some anger and aggression there. I don't think so. But um, well, we did swing a little bit. I you what? We swung. And who swore? I did. Who said those efforts in Jeffers? Listen, I only said... After he said he wasn't going to say I think I only said one effort. You said two. Or no, you reeled one in. I did. I almost almost let one go. But it's a work in progress, folks, and we appreciate you. uh, In the real world, it's me that drops them like they're confetti. (laughs) We appreciate you guys. uh, Your foot looks really unnatural right now. Yeah? (laughs) That's because my second head's popping out on my big toe right now. Hey, guys, this is Joe. you're gonna have to censor that. Oh, that's good. And there's tough. a second. Oh, <laughs> God, it's. Oh, like, it's oh, I think it's falling apart. It's a, I'm, I'm GG. Goodbye. Bye. God.